folks, everyone out there in barely live land. Something sad happened last night. As we recorded our show, we had a few technical difficulties that led to none of the audio coming over. The stuff that makes it fun, the the Scoop Callahans, the pre-sorted, well-thought-out music that sometimes plays the same song three times. These type of things that are very well planned out and very well sorted out that make the show what it is didn't work. So for an historic first time, we had to come back and record a few things that make the show what it is and make it sound like what it is with a little crutch. It's not fully a barely live show, but it is what it is. We can't remake amazing moments like Scoop Callahan and the Calabrese Brothers and many other things like that. So sit back and enjoy and understand that this is not quite what you're used to, but it's the best we can do because we had some good conversations, some good fun, some laughing times, some moments of crying and laughter that we couldn't just go to waste. So sit back and enjoy it. Thank you so much. Snowflake is not available right now. Not available? Roger, been waiting all day. I gotta get a shot of his new trick for the evening news. What, is he sick? What's who is the shouting? Who the hell is that? That's a... Heinz gets velvet. I am trainer of Dolphins. You want to talk to the dolphin? You'll talk to me. What happened to the regular trainer? What happened to him? What happened to me? Seven years I'm with the great. We are making the dolphins disappear, and then Roy is coming with the white tiger, and the stomping in the pants, and I'm gone. Where is Snowflake? Why do you care about the dolphin? Do you know him? Does he call you at home? Do you have a dorsal fin? To train the dolphin, you must think like the dolphin. You must be getting inside the dolphin's head and communicating. I'm saying to Snowflake, Aga, 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 Aga. And he is saying, Aga, Aga. And he is up on the tail. And you can quote him. All right, it's just about time for Coach Shula's press conference, so why don't I take you folks over that way and let the uh, Heinz uh, report. Go to the conference, go to it. People, people! <laughs>
Yeah, it never gets old. Uh, oh, we're back. No one will ever get old. Oh, man. No, it won't. It, it never will get old. So, I'm not the tech. Is that supposed to have squiggly lines on it like the old one, or is that how it no, records? No, that's your volume control here, really. And okay, I just didn't know. I just I was scared of that flat line. It didn't look like it was... Just a little different, different now. That's fine. It's, it looks a lot more high-tech. I like it. Yeah. Well, but, it's been about a month. I know. That's the longest break. I think even a day after a month. That's the longest we've ever taken a break on you folks. I'm sorry. Uh, just busy. Busy, busy. Due to uh, schedules, people leaving, things to do. Traveling. Oh, and we went a computer down, too. Which yeah. We're, yeah. We're making this work. Will, can you see the screen well? I certainly can. <laughs> There's I Will. Can. Will, thanks for talking. Thanks for yeah, saying no problem. So. I can see where you're... Uh, written on the computer with pencil. I got that right. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah, well, Paul does he runs out of paper, so he just writes on the face of his, his Mac. Like a homeless man. <laughs> just <laughs> repeating his own shit. Oh, oh my shit, either one. <laughs> or ever, yeah, just, or Will stuff. Doesn't matter. Alright, well. Whatever back. works, man. Whatever makes it work, whatever <laughs> gets that note as a reminder uh. through to accomplish the final goal. Of success, I will write things where I need to write them. You are an artist. You can't be expected to work inside the boxes. That's for sure. You would think, like, since we haven't done this, we'd have just like piles of things. But I got a few things, but I don't know that a whole lot's happened in a month. Well, I mean, uh, I went trout sure fishing, which is weird. You went trout fishing. We've been fishing. busy though. We've been pretty busy. Yeah, I've been working a lot. You've been, oh, y'all been busting <clears> your butts. But you've been out of that de- that hell trip out to Wyoming, and then uh, yeah, which I'll definitely get into that. Yeah, I think I'm cursed up. again. Yeah, I went up uh, camping up in the mountains, did a little trout fishing myself. Uh, keyword fishing, not so much on the catching end of things. But. Well, that's true. Yeah, you and Eli and the ladies. Yeah, yeah, did a little group trip up there. It was fun. Oh. I did you really... catch any trout? No. No. Flows are really low. I, I'm gonna blame yeah. it on that. Yeah, that's it. Wow. Yeah, that's totally. That's where I'm. I'm putting all the blame on. Has nothing to do with it. God, those flows. Yeah, low flow, hot water, can't do it. So. Well, I've been on the verge of death the last two and a half weeks, so if I have to cough, um, I'll try my best not to do it in the microphone. Yeah, you know, walk, oh, I'll get it walking around with pneumonia. Yeah, <laughs> or the just passing it on to the whole the, the masses. Or the end of bronchitis, which is what I think it is. But you know, there's uh, there's these guys you can go talk to. Um, I think they call themselves doctors or something, but they'll tell you what's going on with all that. <laughs> yeah, Sarah's mentioned something about that. <laughs> they can, they can tip See, I heard the that. cough, and I had to get like the black lung pop. The black lung. Oh man. Uh, we're gonna play that every time Paul laughs we play Derek Z and cough. Every time I laugh or I cough. I cough. I, I laugh every time you cough. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Then you have the black lung part. Ah, uh, I think they cut that one too short. Uh, oh. That's a great scene. Paul, Paul, the black lung. <laughs> great movie. Great movie. Oh. Uh number two is not bad either. I never saw. I haven't seen it yet. I'm planning to see. Honestly, it. I, I couldn't do it, man. I tell you what, I, that's what a lot of people randomly thrown out. That's what I'm saying. I'm, t- I'm talking about the first one. Uh, what? I couldn't do it. What are you talking? Are you crazy? I yeah, I guess. I just I literally it was one of those movies that was just too stupid. 
Like, if that makes sense. Like, there's, well, there's a, I have a limit to my stupidity that I can tolerate. That was one I just couldn't do. I went and saw an opening night in Jackson, Wyoming when I lived there. I was about the one of three people in the theater. I'll bet. But it's one of those cult classics that you have to see. For sure. Oh, I've seen it. I just, what? You just got through saying you didn't see it. I, I made it. I said, I saw that one. I didn't try the second one, but I said, oh. I really just didn't like it. You're being confusing. I'm You're sending confusing. mixed signals. I synced it. I synced it. Um, well, we all know, uh, pretty exciting time. Football's coming up. Yeah, college starts this week, right? Pro I think starts it, well, technically week. it already started. Technically it already started. We had a game in, uh, Australia. Right? Turned out that game was actually a pretty good inning. Oh. I saw the, the highlights of it. What over. game was it? Cal versus Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh, okay. And then, uh, is, who's Georgia Southern up with? Mm, that's a good question. Let me pull it up. I look at the, the, the opening weekend looks pretty big, man. I mean, Ole Miss and Florida State. Alabama. Oh, that's a heck of a schedule. Yeah. Alabama, USC. Yeah, dude. I mean, there's a couple really good games going to be going on on Saturday. Um, I mean, isn't it realistic that Alabama's going to land to USC? I yeah, so. I, I think Alabama's probably going to walk right through, but hey, you never know, man. Open weekend is always weird. Something weird happens open weekend. Somebody, there's always yeah. one big upset. Oh, where well, every week there's an upset. Well, yeah, but that open weekend, the rankings are purely speculative. So there's always that team that's ranked in the top 10 that has no business being ranked in the top 10, but nobody knows it until open weekend when, oh, I don't know, App State takes down a number five Michigan, you know, or something yeah. like that happens. So going through all these schools, we'll go through and just pull out some prospective schools that uh, some people have note. Where's North Texas? Including, including this broadcast, go to school. <laughs> I went to Georgia Southern University, and they are ranked. What is this noise? Is this for me, I guess? That was for me, from the college football What was rankings. that? Oh, okay. What was, was like, that? I thought you were leading up to some bit you were It's the Georgia Southern Eagles ranked uh, 54th and. Seventy-three percent of people think they're ranked too high. Uh, then we go down to let's see, let's find Paul's team, University of North Texas. We got to go all the way down from one uh, out of a total of one hundred twenty-eight teams. North Texas Mean Green ranked one twenty-six, <laughs> and sixty-two percent of people feel that they're ranked too high. <laughs> That's the worst part. Man. Like. Think they need to be 128 or even off the yeah. Dude, they're all they, bizarre. Oh, God. God. That's terrible. Oh, wow. University of Central Florida is down in the hundreds? Yeah. yeah. South Carolina is 100. Oh, that's, well, I'm that's, surprised by that. I'm man. not at all. They're pretty bad. They're terrible. Yeah. But I'm going to Lake Tahoe this week for the Labor Day weekend, and we're going to be in the sports book the whole weekend watching these games. Will's nice. going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Watch Will's that. on a trip. Oh, God. <sighs> So no, no, just creep out and fish a little bit. I doubt it. I doubt. It. We're with other. Well, Matt Heron's out it. there. Yeah, I know. I know. I thought about giving Matt a call, but you know, usually when you have that, you're like, "Hey, I'm gonna do this." Someone's uh, like, "Oh, that sounds fun. I think I'll tag along." It's kind of like when he went you're to like, well, Cabo. And he, I'm not gonna do any fishing. Oh, if you don't go sail fishing, yeah. well, they went. Sail, they went sail fishing. I went with them. I didn't go book, book and sail fishing trip. Well, uh-huh. either way. I was, di- I was on the West Coast dying to go on the East Coast of Costa Rica to go tarpon fishing. There you go, yeah. Well, that, that's kind of kind of like just sitting in those muddy rivers and like dredge baits, though. It's like tarpon fishing trying. here, but, but they probably have more tarpon. That does remind me, we uh, have a couple spots open on our trip, hosted trip to Palomino Club next April. Come on. A couple spots open, Mike. I, I, I don't have that kind of money, man. And I got Will and I are taking a family of people fishing 
and it's going to be fun. We got a couple spots open. So. I would love to do it, and I suggest that anybody that does have the money do it. Well, when we All go, right. the good thing is we're playing this song the whole time. <laughs> right, the whole time. Working for the weekend, bro. Working for the yeah. weekend. Yeah, I'll probably the only thing I'll probably get done next year is is the glades. That's probably the only thing. I'm, I'm probably not going to do much anything else next year. I'm working a lot, Paul, but I don't mean I got the money. I'm going to beat you to it. I'm ready for the retirement of Tony Romo. I'm ready for it. You have to be by this point. I'm ready. I'm over it. I'm I done. Mean, you can't keep holding your team hostage like He's this. made out of glass. You sure have loved that hostage taker. <laughs> Any quarterback would have gotten hurt in that play. I don't care. Who no, no, yeah, I agree. Is. But the thing is, Tony Romo gets what hurt is, what in does a that lot mean? of plays. What does that mean? Any quarterback gets hurt? Because Romo okay. catches so much shit about being hurt all the time. Any, he always is hurt. It's, it's always not hurt. catching shit if you're always hurt. <laughs> it's only catching shit if it's unjustified to point it at him. He is always I hurt. <laughs> Football. I mean, like any other quarterback and any other team would have been let go a long time ago. He's got some sort of blackmail over Jerry. That's the only thing I can figure out. Like, he's got pictures oh. or bank statements or something that Jerry Jones does not want released. Because that's the only reason that man should have been in his seat for as long as he had. Without them going out and actually pursuing somebody young and up and coming to replace him. Because they haven't. Not well, now, even, Obviously, now they have. Which, well, like, uh, yeah, five years too late. <laughs> which I'm happy about, though. I'm, I'm happy about it. I just had to beat you to it because I know at some point this shit oh, you're going to give me shit about it. I've, I've been sending Paul so many so many memes. Thanks, Tosh. You too, buddy. Yeah, Tosh has been right on there with me. But, like, yeah, that one that, that one I sent with uh, that Seattle's defender standing up over him and, and Romo laying there clutching his back. And I was like, this is I was like, this is too mean. I was like, I almost didn't send it. Almost. <laughs> I don't know. But it, said, it was like the guy was standing over him and he was like, hey, y'all, want to see a dead body? <laughs> Oh, here's a clip from Paul uh, watching the preseason game when Tony got hurt. <laughs> hey, what is that from? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Paul plays along so well. What is that? Now, I was watching, I was watching the yeah. Ranger game because that Cowboy game wasn't on TV. Called Paul's from Texas. And uh, the text came across... Uh, no, I was watching the ticket fight night, and you know how on Periscope it has a bunch of people that can write little notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes, Romo's out for the year. I was like, that's got to be a joke, and everyone else started coming in, Romo's done. I was like, what the, what? <laughs> and I was, he didn't even make it to the game. Well, I was like, yeah. clock, and I was like, the game started five minutes ago. <laughs> so, God, it was like a minute and a half into the freaking game. Oh, man. Uh, anyway. Oh, but, uh, man. So Hold on, I might have some evidence here. Let me see what's going on with Tony Romo. Paul sent me some text about this. I'm gonna see what he said. <laughs> I'm looking. We well, this might have been when you go Romo's out. I, I wrote, I know. No, I'm sure you already know or something like no, that. No, it was. Oh man, you're fighting. You're like, they just fell on. Me. <laughs> 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 oh, I can't find anyway. it, but when I find it, I will. Uh, well, one, another announcement: We got uh, Taylor's Ball coming up September 22nd at the Cooper River Brewery, and then the Taylor's Cup is yeah. the next two nights. The Friday Saturday. night, so our event's Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Taylor's Cup intro captains me, meeting is Friday night, and Saturday is the actual tournament. Yeah, and then the the, the captains meeting and the weigh-in, quote unquote, because there's no dead fish. It'll just be a, a check-in point for your your measurements. Is uh, are both at Revelry Brewing downtown. Um, okay. Downtown Charleston and uh, 
You we'll think about maybe record a show at like the Friday night thing and Saturday night thing. Well, you could, it'd probably be easier to, for you guys to do it on the, like the Friday night or Saturday night. But um, I think it'd be fun, kind of fun to do that. Yeah, because yeah, you guys definitely don't want to have to try and do one on your night because you're gonna have a lot going on. No, uh, on their night when you don't have responsibility for anything. A Friday night would be fun. Are you gonna be around? Yeah, I have to. I'm fishing the tournament, so yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll be around. Oh yeah, we'll see. There's a little one wheel down. There's one wheel down. Yeah. Um, you we'll can figure fly out. your helicopter in. Yeah, seriously, just buzz on up here for the day. Um, fishing, fishing starting to get good. Fall, you can start to feel that fall feeling in the air a little bit in the mornings. It's yeah, good. I took uh, I took I went out Saturday afternoon. There was a tailing tide. I took the girl out there. She's never seen tailing redfish before. Um, pale, I pulled her to the first one. As soon as we got it flat, I was last. As soon as I stood up on the platform, I turned around. I was like, oh, there's one. So, pulled over there. She hooked two out of five that I showed her. Wow. Broke both of them off because she was uh, muscling them too she hard. She horsed them? Horsed the shit. Like, I shouldn't have, I, she's caught redfish on flyboard, but I started her on dock lights where I had like a 30-pound leader and she was just ripping them out of docks. So, she treated these guys like dock light fish. And, I mean, both the fish she hooked were big <laughs> fish. And she just laid the law down and didn't give them any, bur- like, room to breathe. Took poor redhead. Yeah. But she went two for five, which I've seen some full-grown men that pretend like they know what they're doing. They can't go two for five. So I was pretty proud of that. Some FGMs. Yeah. I love them FGMs, man. <laughs> no, I was proud of her. She did all right. Those FGMs. I was proud of myself. Full-grown men. Uh, yeah. Proud of myself, too. I didn't lose my shit. I'm not into the gay lingo. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we got coming up, uh, Calhoun Vanderhorst is coming by later. Yeah. He's got What a, do we call him? The one-upper? Yeah, one of them. It's your cousin, so you're the one. I don't call him anything. You guys keep inviting him over here. Um, I, no, I don't invite him. It's your guy. He can, Anyway, he's coming. He's got some fundraiser thing for some kids in Africa. I don't know. It involves fly fishing and fundraising, so we told him we'd let him. For as much as he claims he doesn't come to Charleston, he sure is here a lot. He does seem to be around a lot. Yeah. You think he, like... Kind of tries this anyway. He acts like he doesn't like being on this thing, but I think he likes being on. It. I think he does too. I, I just don't. Uh, you know, otherwise he wouldn't be calling us up to promote his crap. Mm-hmm. You know, like he'd, he'd call up somebody else if he thought he was too good for us. But well, yeah, we'll see. Like it's such a stretch when uh, he comes over here and does his thing. Yeah, well, it's <clears throat> to him anything's a stretch. You know. Well, I'm, I'm gonna when we come back. I'm gonna talk about my <laughs> Idaho trip a little bit. Oh, was it Idaho or Wyoming? It was both. Oh, okay. I know they're pretty close, right? Um, and then we did an event at, down at Black Fly at uh, the Taylor's uh, Fest Festival down in Jacksonville. Talk about that a little bit. I'm sure you guys have some stuff to talk about as well. Um, and then we might prank a fly shop. All right. <laughs> Sounds all good. Right. All right, all right, all right. All right. Well, be back in a little. How you doing, buddy? This is Paul Puckett from Barely Live. How you doing? Yesterday, uh, the commercials didn't quite work, so we were hoping you'd kind of fill in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm on the road. Just going to the bed and Well, what's been happening, buddy? You want to give me some, uh, 
Anything you got? Any of your uh, sponsors? Uh, let me see. You, uh, you played... So I didn't record? So, oh, oh, yeah, so we're live, buddy. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still getting paid, right? Well, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, work out. My people are calling your people, all right? Uh, all right, here we go. Uh... Cabrizi Brothers Hot Farmer Barbecue. That tasty Italian barbecue from those wonderful Cabrizi Brothers. Come on down anytime. We won't tell nobody. How, how'd that go? Great, Scoop. Uh, you're really good on the fly. Uh, we'd love to have you again, maybe in about 20 minutes if that works for you. Yeah, let me see what else I got in my car. Uh, goodies, extra strength headache. No, they're not a sponsor. Uh, that's, that's all I got. All right, Scoop. Uh, I'll give you a call maybe in 20, 30 minutes. Uh, yeah. Sounds like a deal. All right, Scoop. You be careful out there now. Uh, yeah. Keep it between the ditches. Hey, hey, Paul. Yeah. Love you, Lena. Thanks, Scoop. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. America's best brewed premium beer. Once, all quality beers were brewed with only the purest water and an expensive old-world way of brewing called croisoning. But today, only one major premium beer is still brewed this way. Only one, not Miller. Not Stroh's, not Coors, not even Budweiser. Only Heilemann's old-style beer is still brewed with pure artesian spring water and fully croisoned. Old-style, America's best-brewed premium beer. This song on my last record, Beautiful Day. Got four wheels upon the road I'm feeling good again I don't need to share say uh i was never like without saying i didn't like him i liked him i was just never a huge gene wilder fan but he, I, i've seen like willy wonka and the chocolate factory oh, yeah. I, I love that movie growing up yeah. and i've never seen young and frankenstein you've never seen young frankenstein oh what my you, what god you young and frankenstein <laughs> young, youngin youngin well that's embarrassing that you've never seen it's, that movie it's definitely good. I mean, it's it's that style of comedy where you kind of it's kind of dry and you kind of got to stay with it, but it is hilarious. I mean, absolutely yeah. hilarious. I mean, just that. But Blazing Saddles. Oh yeah, I love it. I mean, Young Frankenstein. What was the one with uh, him and uh, uh, <coughs> Switch Places? Or shoot, not Switch Places, but it was. Uh, never mind. I'm retarded. With uh, Stephen Pryor. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Pryor. Richard, Richard, Richard Pryor. Pryor. <laughs> Richard Pryor. 
Yeah. I'm dying. Yeah. Oh, I'm a big fan of President Gary Bush. Yeah, that was a good there one. Wasn't a good bush, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. Well, one of our one of our local water uh, holes yeah. here, uh, one of our local water holes here, the tin roof right over uh, next to home team where where Paul lives. Um, there's a uh, behind their pool table they have a wall and, the, and a local graffiti artist guy came in and he's kind of a big deal around here for graffiti I guess. But he did like a um, a mural of uh, of Gene Wilder and this was a long time ago while he's still alive, but. The mural and it's still there, and uh, it's Gene Wilder like kind of staring off into space, and he's got his hands made into like you know you make your hands of a bird for shadows on a wall. And he's got like that, and then there's all these little shadow birds like flying away from his hands. It's a pretty badass yeah. mural, actually. Um, the best, uh, best little, uh, I guess there's that sh- that classic shot of Willy Wonka. He's mm-hmm. looking like you idiot, and it says, "Oh yeah, uh, you have a Columbia fish. <laughs> catch a lot of fish." Yeah, that's my favorite one of those. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I I don't think I even watched the new Willy Wonka, the Charlie Chocolate Factory, or whatever. <coughs> that I, I don't think anybody else will ever be Willy Wonka to me. Like I was a kid, and, you know, growing up, Gene Wilder was Willy. Wonka. I never even watched the new one. I didn't either. Like I just I can't. Why picture, would you? That's awful. Yeah, yeah. I can't picture anybody Let's else. Remake an amazing movie. That's yeah. so, so ridiculous. They did so good the first time. I'm pretty sure we can fuck it up. Let's try again. <laughs> um, speaking of movies, went and saw Hell or High Water. Uh, because because it's about Texas, that's why. It was, so. <laughs> God, it, was so, it was good. It was good. This is the uh, best Willy Wonka quote of the whole movie. <laughs> Who directed that? Did uh, did anyone famous direct that movie? I don't, I don't know. I'll look it up. Because he always worked with what's his name? Mel Brooks. Mel yeah, Brooks. Well, that Igor in that movie, that scene we did, that's Mel Brooks. No, that's Marty Feldman. Oh, is it Marty Feldman? I thought Marty that was Mel Brooks that played him. Mm-hmm. He looks kind of like Mel Brooks. A little bit tougher than eyes. Yeah. Well, the eyes are all crooked in the movie, so... You gotta hear Paul dying right now. He's been so attractive around the office for a long time. Oh, yeah. I was here for five minutes. I wanted to punch him in the throat. Like, Some guy named Mel Stewart, right? Isn't that? Mel Stewart? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Hollywood guy. I don't know. <laughs> you're not? No. Nah. You're not? I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to... I can pick up on that somehow. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if anybody picked up on that. You don't watch E! Network? <laughs> no. I'm not a big Hollywood type. <laughs> Some people are like that. They're like, they know everybody. One time, one time I, woke, I, I don't know anybody when it comes to that, but one time I remember I woke up in our bedroom in the middle of the night. TV was on. I guess my wife fell asleep watching. She doesn't typically watch uh, Entertainment Channel. But uh, the E! News were on. It was on like 4 in the morning. And for some reason I thought Kendall Jenner or something was running for White House. Or the way they were at it. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest story you've ever heard. Oh, Lord. People get obsessed with that kind of stuff. I don't know. Uh, no. Sarah goes in and out of watching. Like she'll watch Kardashians, and she'll mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm boycotting this. This is ridiculous. This is. They don't do anything. They sit there and play with their hair all day. I'm not watching. And then a month later, she's like, I gotta watch it again. Like, it's, it's. it's I, my patients at the hospital. One, you know, when I go in the room, they've always got a TV on, which is great. You know, it's fine. Distracts when you're stuck in the hospital bed. I don't blame me watching TV too. But you, have, you end up watching this random shit because you're stuck in a hospital bed and, you know, it's all you got to do. And some of the crap that's on TV, man, it's just it's right, atrocious, time, man. I haven't had cable in about three years. So, like, I, I honestly don't know most cable shows anymore. But it's crazy, man. I mean, like, I see so much show. I'm like, this is a thing? Like, this is a show? Michael sitting here wearing his yeah, scrubs. I'm on call, baby. That phone could blow up any second. I got to be there in 30 minutes. That's it. I'm like a pizza. I gotta be there in 30 minutes or less. Or coming in hot, saving lives, man. Yeah. Saving lives. Uh, no, I'm on. I'm supposed to be at work. This wasn't even gonna be able to happen. But uh, well, not with me involved anyway. But I managed to 
make it work. Well, I think I'm going to tell my story about going to Wyoming slash Idaho. <laughs> I believe you should. I believe you should, I, I believe you should explain why you got I'm going to enjoy this. I'm just going to this diseased lung. I'm just going to comment the whole time. Yeah. Go ahead. So, used to live there. Hadn't been back in 10 years, so I was mm. excited about seeing Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Has it changed a lot? I mean, you got to... Uh, not as much as I thought it would. I thought it would be a lot more developed looking, and a lot of the businesses that I knew are now not in business. Yeah. And new build, either new businesses that do what they used to do or totally different businesses but town square is pretty much the same same t-shirt stores and galleries so so i leave so tuesday night i started getting this little tickle in my throat didn't think anything of it left wednesday morning and tuesday's when i find out that delta has all that crap that happened with their computers <laughs> fire in computer or something. so i'm thinking by wednesday it'll be fine so i get to the airport in line at 7 30 my flight's at 8 45 delayed 10. I think, all right, we're fine. Then delayed to 11, then delayed till 12. Well, as I sit there for my delay, two two flights left for Atlanta as I'm sitting there waiting to go to Atlanta. So my flight gets, long story short, wait, I wait, get, did, wait a minute, didn't you get put on standby? Yeah, so yeah. I get on, I get put on standby for the two o'clock flight. Well, my flight didn't get till into Salt Lake from, no, into Atlanta till 2.30. So then I go up there, I say, I need to get on standby for the four o'clock. 4.30, actually. She goes, okay, okay, no no worries. I got you on the standby at 4.30. So I go to the gate, sitting there looking at the standby people, and everyone's clear. And I'm like, I don't see my name up there. So I go ask them. They say, oh, you're on the 4.30 for tomorrow. Standby. Oh, Jesus. So I'm like, I guess I'm staying in Atlanta tonight. Oh. So I get finally get tickets for the next day. <clears throat> Hang out with... Whoa. <laughs> 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 So that was like I was on a roller coaster. So you'll have to cut that one out. I'll leave it. I mean, I mean, drop it. That's what I say. So, so I get to I get to Wyoming a day and a half late. You know, I'm missing a day and a half of fishing. Just a day and a half of just good clean fun. So I'm missing. Yeah. So then I start coughing. I start feeling kind of crappy. I got to play that night for the casting for a cure in Idaho. That's why I went. Mainly was for the Cast for Cure uh, benefit. F- big fishing tournament, two days on the South Fork River. I'm paired up with Tom By. We're roommates, and all I'm doing is coughing and feeling like hell. So then I uh, first day of the uh, South Fork, I get on the boat fishing. About two hours into it, I, I just hunch over. I, I'm motionless. I can't even move. I'm like uh, <laughs> miserable, totally miserable. Uh-huh. Straight up in a drift boat. Yeah, I'm just with my head on my arms on on the on the, the knee lock, you know. Yeah, yeah. So uncomfortable. So then you know, I've still got six hours of floating left. Oh. So I try to go in and out. We catch a few fish. Same thing the next day. I, I thought I was feeling better, but no. We end up catching, I think, seven fish between Tom and I for two days. Dead last in a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and then we leave Sunday morning. I go to my buddy's place. We're gonna supposed to fish all day, and I end up in bed the whole time. And then the next day on Monday, shipped a few things, got the airport, finally got home, and I'm basically sick for the next two weeks. So it was it was it was terrible. Um, worst trip ever. It's, you go to the place that you love and can't wait to be at, and you're miserable the whole time. I don't I don't know if that's heaven or hell or or what. But I uh, went by a couple of the fly shops in Jackson, saw 
Small Friends, that was good. Um, and the fly shops there have all changed names. It's amazing. Like, one shop bought out another shop, but this shop moved into their old space. It's just, it's incredible. But uh, good place still. I plan on going back again soon, hopefully, and actually having fun and doing a little fishing. But that was my trip. Well, maybe I'll have to go with you next time because I, I never even been there once. So that'd be, be interesting. It was pretty, the coolest part was flying in and just seeing all those sights again for the first yeah. time in 10 years. Because, you know, for four years as I lived there, they were just all around me and I just hadn't seen them in so long. So it was really cool. You were busy watching Zoolander. Yep. <laughs> That's right. I took it for granted. That's it. Stuck yeah. in a movie theater. Mm -hmm. I know Mike's not Hollywood, but you're more Hollywood. I'm Hollywood. Yeah, he's Hollywood. big Hollywood, big time. Yeah. Jackson right. Movie Review by Paul Puckett. That's right. But there's really nothing worse than being sick when you're when you trying to do something that you enjoy. Yeah, and your brain's, like, you're trying to tell your brain you're not sick and you can yeah. go do something. You should have never done it in the first place. Well, hell, I mean, yesterday morning, uh, I was up at the hunting club, and me and Tucker went to climb up the tree in the morning. First off, it was a clusterfuck from the beginning, so... I go into, um, we've got these three stands down along the swamp, and so I go in to go into mine, and I was putting Tucker up in the, the one, two stands up, so it would be spread out along this edge, and um, so I go into my stand, I'm walking through the swamp in the dark, which sucks anyways, but get there, find the stand, everything's cool, go to climb up the stand, I get halfway up the tree, and I've got my headlamp on, I've got it on just the red lamp, just so I can see what's on the stairs and stuff, or the ladder when I'm climbing. And about halfway up, I'm, I, I'm like my headlamp lights up a wad of red wasps. I mean, like big two-inch long Ugh. red wasps. And they're all—they're not on a nest. They're just on—they're clinging to the bark of this tree. I don't know what they're doing. Oh. Wad them. There's like thirty of them. And I mean, they're right like eye level. I'm staring at them, and I was like, you know, it's pitch black, and they were just kind of chilling. Yeah. Uh, so, so like they I, were flying. You no, saw they were just—they were sitting there in a big pile, and they, they were still asleep or whatever bees do. I don't know. And so. Like, I slowly start climbing down. I get down without any, you know, pissing them off or getting stung and get my bow. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll walk up to the next stand. Well, I get up to the next stand, I get close to it, and I see something moving up in the stand. And I'm like, Tucker. He's like, yeah. I'm like, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be in the stand. Like, you're supposed to be in a different oh stand. God. He's like, oh. He's like, I thought this was it. I was like, no, that's not it. I was like, it's cool. I'll go to the next stand. So, like, I go around up the next So, now I've walked the entire, like, I've screwed everything up. Yeah. And I get there. Finally, I'm pissed off. Climb up in the stand. I get settled in. And then I ain't sitting there 10 minutes, and I start just feeling sick, like, just nauseous. And then cold sweat, dude. That just, that yeah. clammy cold sweat. I'm 25 feet up in a tree on a little metal platform. The last thing I need is to be lightheaded and loopy and cold sweating and nauseous. And so, like, I fought back with pukes a couple times. Like, just literally uh, lean back and kind of grab a hold of the tree so I don't fall over one way or the other. Yeah. That happens about three times. I sit there for about an hour, and it was, one of the, like, one of the same things. I'm trying to, like, mentally overcome it. Like, I'm cool. I'm cool. And I couldn't. So, like, finally, I just I, yeah, I just climbed down the tree and just texted Tucker. I was like, get out of the tree. We're going home. Like, I can't. Can't do it. And I think it was just dehydrated. You couldn't have come back and gotten him later? No. Well, I didn't have the keys to his truck. And we were all the way across the farm. Uh, like, I, I, wasn't, I, I was in no shape to walk all the way across the farm. I think Did it was he just. Yeah, his truck carried. It's kind of suck too, hunting in hot weather like this. That can't yeah. be fun. Well, and I, I'd hunted the day before, and we'd done some work the day before, and, and I really hadn't drank enough water. I think honestly, like I came home, I just kept drinking fluids and rested, and it, it, I got better. I think I was literally just dehydrated as fuck. Like I, I mean, yeah. I think you I just you caught the Zika. The <laughs> Zika got me. The Zika. Got Zika. But yeah, that sucks. I mean, yeah, you're trying to do something, and you just sitting there, just miserable the whole freaking time. It's terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Terrible. Horrible.
Terrible. I don't have any getting sick stories lately. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're lucky, you might get some of this. Uh, oh, I'm surprised I haven't already. <clears throat> I forgot to say that uh, my mom sent me some pictures the other day. You know, mom sends me pictures of pictures. Yeah, pictures of pictures and newspaper articles. Yeah. The weirdest one I've ever got. Better than Johnny Manziel tonight, Joe? I should have brought it. I can't believe I didn't bring this picture. It's a picture taken of my dad, probably back in the 80s. He had a Santa Claus hat on and, like, posing like he's sexy Santa. Oh, God. And it must have been, like, one of their pictures between each other. My and she sent, and oh, she sent it to me. Oh, God. Why, Mom? Sexy Santa with his shirt off. Oh. Well, he is an attractive older gentleman. He is. I'm going to bring the picture and we're going to plant it right here. Uh, why would your mom send you that? So it was that picture and then a picture of me wearing my uh, Stars hockey jersey with my grandmother. Like those two pictures together. <laughs> Random. Your mom's awesome. Paul's <laughs> having a coffee fit. Uh, uh, speaking of pictures, I got old Mike on a fish eye sneak out. Oh, yeah. It was creepy. That thing's weird. It was like, and you didn't like, you didn't even like get like close. Like you put that thing up my nostril. It was right up in there. You got to get in there. Yeah, I was in there. I was in there. So I got on a hard drive today, trying to find some more Doug Gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, we must have just found lightning in the bottle that morning. <laughs> no, uh, no. I've, I've dug through a lot. Just, now. just regular old Doug after that. I've gotten through 30% of it, so there's still a lot to go, but... I have found, though, you find your magic at the moment someone hooks a fish. That's yeah. when it becomes, oh, oh my god. No. Yeah. Like, I found I found a good one that we'll have to play, but I want to find, like, three or four of them before we can play them all together, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. but anyway. Um, movie talk still. Y'all seen Bone Tomahawk? No, you no, mentioned it to me the other night. I have, uh, I have yet to see it, no. Been watching uh, the night of. I just finished up on HBO. I've finished three or four. I've watched one episode of that. Really good show, and also Vice Principals. I'm a huge fan of. Yeah, I watch that weekly. Yeah, it's hilarious. (laughs) His wife called him. You see this week's or whatever. His wife called him. He's like. He's like, I know you're just trying to call and make me sad, but I'm not sad. I'm here. I'm having an awesome day. Everybody's Everybody's laughing at my jokes. Yeah, Brad. Uh, we got any music coming up? I think October's full of a bunch of shows. I know Lucera's coming in uh, September or October. I'm seeing Stevie one. Wonder Friday night. In Lake Tahoe. In Lake Tahoe. Woo! Is that why y'all uh, pick those dates? No, we <coughs> accompanied couples on this trip. We were invited. We were recruited. Cr- a recruited couple. <laughs> now, what made them pick Lake Tahoe? Did they have a house up there or something? Stevie or us? No, I think they had availability to this house through friends. Okay. Mm. So it's kind of a freebie? A freebie as in we haven't been told what the price is yet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can go either way. You can go either way. I saw a, an ad from like the 80s or something with Stevie Wonder, and it, said, it was a, a no drinking and driving ad, and it said, uh, before I get in the car with somebody who's been uh, boozing, I'll drive. <laughs> wow. That's right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> probably a good driver. <laughs> well, we uh, we tried to get in touch with a couple friends for uh, giving them calls, but we didn't get any return back. It's all right. It's all right. We, we're, I mean, we're B grades. We are. We're on the Joe and first as, as, as D list celebrities. That's right. <laughs> so, Paul, what, you, what trips have you got planned coming up? I know you've always got something in your quiver. Well, 
you and I in April. That's a long time between all. I August. might be going to Argentina in January. <laughs> Why are you going to Argentina in January? You going out with Bob? No, Patagonia River Guides. You know the Patagonia yeah, know, yeah. Guides? Uh, ranch. Wraithy? Ranch. Yeah, Wraither. Wraithy. They're working between on... that? Huh? Nothing between that? Just an art show in November. Gotcha. Plantation Wildlife. Anyway, so the, the January Argentina thing isn't nailed out yet for sure, so I don't want to get too involved in that, but might be helping them with a little project they need some art for, and they invited me to come down and just kind of nail it down. That'd be cool. So, I've always wanted to go there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so Rojo. You and everybody else. The Red Bear coming down there. I've heard, right. now, if you do this, I've heard from multiple, multiple people that have gone and done the Patagonia Argentina thing that you need to spend more time in um, Buenos Aires than you think you do. Like, everybody's, everybody that's come back regretted not taking an extra couple days. It's kind of like you go to Cuba, you have to hang out in Havana. Yeah, it was like, they regretted, all of them regretted not taking, like, an extra couple days, because when else are you going to be buzzing through Buenos Aires? So, like, just scheduling, like, an extra two days to just hang out in Buenos Aires and check this out. Because everybody says it's an amazing city, and it's really, like, one of those places you just have to see. And, like, their biggest regret was having to blow through there to get, you know, further south into Patagonia. Yeah. I'll be by myself, too, so it's kind of like, kind of just get rough. That's what I'm to You're going to be limited to how many bartenders you can talk to in Argentina. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know my Spanish too well. We'll see. Just take a stroll through the city. Have one day to just like stroll through the city. Wander around. So hopefully that, that pans out. Yeah, that'd be good. It's kind of a last minute deal, but we'll see. Could we? White, sickly artist walking down the streets in Buenos Aires at night. Still yeah. coughing. Yeah, he'll make it, he'll make it home soon. Uh, yeah. I'm coughing still by then. I hopefully I've seen a doctor. <laughs> You probably should have by now. It's been like four weeks. Two. Whatever. It's been a while. It has been a while. You was coughing still when you you met up with me and Eli that night for that fight or whatever we was watching. Yeah. You was, you was, you was that was like right at the... I didn't expect you to come. You said you were sick. I was like, oh, well, Paul's sick. He'll stay home then. Here you are. What fight were y'all watching? This is that UFC, Colin McGregor, um, uh, and uh, or, Ortiz or whatever. Five, all five rounds. Or yeah. whatever, how many rounds? Three round, five rounds. Yeah, they went all the way and won to split decision or a unanimous decision to McGregor points. But there were a couple other fights that were pretty vicious. Like there were a couple just yeah. I mean, not that that fight wasn't. I mean the, that that one dude that McGregor beat like should have been out. Like he was bleeding everywhere, man. I mean just if we worked him hard for about four months, I think that we could get uh, Eli to look like a hobo kind of. <laughs> You know he does. He kind of looks right. like him a little bit. So he goes back streets over here and just start fighting hobos. <laughs> Richard on Silicon Valley every now and then reminds of Eli. Yes. Whatever. Yes. He'll look a certain way. I'll be like, what? Well, Eli without the beard. Yeah. When Eli shaves, yeah. he looks like her. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, should we fade out of this? Come back and we'll see old Calhoun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. Good. All right. Buddy, where are you now? Uh, about 30 more miles down the road. Man, you're just on the road a lot these days. What are you out there doing? Out there, <coughs> out 
So you're out seeing all your different uh, products that you uh, that you talk about. Is that the deal? Uh, I think I'm an affiliate uh, that I deal with, and uh, also in my my own time, uh, scout uh, junior high football. So I'm looking oh, at wow. Like four yeah, varsity, yeah. like this junior high wanting the varsity players, and they're changing schools. No, 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 it's just something I do for myself. You know, it helps me think. I don't know what it's like to be like a young man again out there just kind of conquer the world. So, uh, now, we're just starting to get really out about you. You're starting to get kind of famous. we got other shows that are kind of wanting to talk to you and uh, ask you questions. How do you feel about that? Uh, these people pay? Yeah. I'm ecstatic. Okay, well, uh, why don't you give us one of your ads real quick, if you don't mind? Uh, let me see, Paul. It kind of got, got me off guard here. Uh, this is tight end. looking pretty good. There you go. Uh, all right, all right. How about this? Uh, Mama's Roadside Peaches. If you ever want peaches and you're on the road, stop on by Mama's and get some beautiful roadside peaches. That's Mama's Roadside Peaches. Highway Monica. 37. 37. All right. Thank you, Paul. All right, Scoop, we appreciate it, buddy. You got any last uh, words you want to tell the people out there? No, no, that was, that was off the cuff. I'm not even a fan sponsor. That's a free plug. I just saw him. I just passed it. All right, buddy. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, I think all right. that's all we need from you today, buddy. All right. Sounds good. All righty. We'll see you. See ya. Hey, Paul? Yeah. I'll see you. Now, are you going to act like... You're off the phone, but really stay on the phone the whole time like you did last time? All right, I'll see you, Click. Hey. All right, well, I guess he doesn't fucking want guys really go at it this hard just for a beer? Well, consider it's Michelob Light, and that means a rich, smooth taste you can compare to any beer you like. Those guys could have beaten the Russians today. You think they plans for a Michelob Light? Michelob Light. Compare the taste. What? what beer? Oh, that's right. Well, they still make Mexican beers like that. Oh yeah, like Modelo Special yeah. and Negro. Yeah, but Michelob yeah. Light used to have that. Yeah, it was like a it was like a cone shaped bottle almost. It's called a Tino and then it had a it had a, a, a aluminum foil like wrapped all the way over the top, and you had to do like the foil out of the way. So you have to work for it a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I it was I mean, it was a shitty beer like to have to work for. Well, that was all of college was was trying to find the cheapest, shittiest beer. Oh yeah, because there was no such thing as craft brews back then or anything. No, yeah. Well, I started. That's why I started drinking. Budweiser was a craft brew. That's when Natty Light was became my like staple. Like Natty was my staple go-to. 
Um, and then PBR for a while before PBR got cool. Got big, yeah, yeah. But when it got big again, the price went up. I mean, you used to be able to get PBR for nothing. Well, in college, we would go, if we went to a cake party, we would buy the cheapest cake there is. And Red we, dog. Then we'd, then we'd go in the back and just take that top off the middle light cake and put it right on top of the middle yeah. light. Nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody yeah. College kids yeah. definitely yeah. don't know the It's middle light. Yeah. I, I've, I've definitely bought a few kegs of Bush Light or, you know, Milwaukee Beast. I'm not scared of it. <laughs> I finally got in tune with Natty Light that ended up being kind of a, a go-to Natty Light still to this day if I just want a cheap beer I think I mean I'm a Miller Light man but if I want a cheap beer Natty Light's just as good to me I mean honestly it's cold and watered down beer I mean what do you oh, yeah. could not disagree with you more that's <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I can't do PBR I just cannot do PBR I, I can do one PBR but if I drink more than like three I got a headache Regardless, really? Of my, yeah, they just get, it's so heavy. Bud Heavy does the same thing to me. Like Bud, Bud Heavy, and PBR give me headaches. That's why you got the High Life, baby. Yeah, High Life not so bad. I don't mind the High Life. I don't mind the High Life. Like I said, I'll go Natty or Miller Light. Even Bud Light. What I always thought about those in college, the most unattractive beer to drink, as in like it just doesn't look good, was like Miller Genuine Draft. Uh, yeah. MGD. MGD. Then they stopped calling it Miller and they started just calling it MGD. MGD, yeah. It looked like soda or something. I mean, you, got, you start putting a clear bottle. Oh, yeah. And it looked, yeah. Like, it looked like a Coke or, or like a you know, Mountain Dew or something. It, was it weird. looked like a private label uh, strip club here. <laughs> gold. Everything no, gold. Everything gold. MGD. I don't think there was nothing genuine or draft. About that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm about. It was like, can you tell me a place that sells MGD on draft? Because I've never seen that ever. <laughs> I will say my favorite beer to make a mimosa is a High Life bottle. It doesn't get any better than that. I like Coors a lot for that. I think it's good. I think they all work. I'm just yeah. saying I like the visual. Uh, of that you like bottle. to have the champagne bottle. He's the artist. Yeah. Champagne of beers with the. I get that's it. it. I get it. That's it, God dang. I get it. Um. A couple years into college, they, <clears throat> I guess one of the distributors brought in Lone Star beer from Texas, and no one knew what that was. I guess that was Texas. No, I knew that. That's why I was looking at you when I said that. But I guess that's y'all's equivalent of a locally made shitty beer. Well, yeah, but I like it. No, it was good. It's beer. like a PB. It's like a PB. PBR, PBR saying, but, but owns but Lone Star now. Do they? Yeah, I read an article about it. PBR bought them out. Well, who owns PBR then? I don't know. PBR is owned by a conglomerate group. That uh, owns all kind of brands. That is the like grandson, or something. No, is a grandson that bought Hugh Hefner's mansion. Uh, and owns that. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, I think PBR. Four hundred million dollars. Little yeah. trivia fact about uh, Lone Star: those little riddles on on the bottles. That was Lone Star beer that have it. That's not Lone Star. Yeah, it is. They it got is. little riddles, little pictograms that you have to yeah. figure out what it means. It's pretty fun. You well, go to Lone Star Ranch in Atlanta, they got a whole bucket of... That's how Paul drinks by himself. Well, and, a little known fact about Lone Star Bear, um, as seen in the uh, series uh, True Detective, you can tear the cans and fold them into little people while you're you interviewed by the cops. He drinks the, beer on uh, Tuesdays and this is Tuesday. He was making the little Lone Star people. <laughs> Why can't they do another one of those? That well, they guess. did. No, it was horrible. Yeah, it was too confusing. Yeah, the new one was... It was hard to follow. I forced myself through it, but it just wasn't... There's too much going on. Yeah. I didn't like it. That first one, though, was amazing. The first it series was so good. Was really good. Just drawn out and perfect. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's Calvin pulling up. There oh, he's he rolling in. Oh, okay, yeah. Right on top. Right on top. Yeah. We're going to open the door for him, Mike. All right, I got him. I got him. I got him. <sighs> like, I love having this guy, but he's kind of annoying at the same time. Who, Lawson? No. Oh. <laughs> 
Calhoun. Okay, you got the bell. Good work, man. Good job. Nailed it. It works. What's up, buddy? Oh, hello there. Hello there. How you doing? Doing, doing fantastic, Paul. Fantastic, fantastic. Good uh, to see you again. You remember William? You? William, William, hey, of course. Hey, how are you? William, the man who runs the show, from what I've been thank told. You, thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's talk to Michael yes. a little bit more than you admit. No, no, I just hear things on the radio and whatnot. Oh, so uh, you listen to the show? No, not this show. <laughs> so, there are other so, shows, Paul. So, there are other shows. Confused. <laughs> Um, well, what are you doing in town, man? Um, uh, I'm currently... Yeah, by the way, you come here a lot for saying that you don't really like Charles. It's more that I blow through here, Paul. Uh, everyone needs a home base, and you must tag home before going to other places, so I'm currently tagging home, uh, re- recharging, as it were, repacking the bags, fresh underwear, fresh toothpaste, all those things, and then mm-hmm. moving right along to the next destination, as it were. Uh, and while I'm here, however, speaking of next destinations, uh... I came to uh, promote, as as they say, a, an event that uh, a conglomerate of, uh, of, of, that I'm a part of oh, cool. is, is hosting. An event, you say? Uh, yes, a, a charity uh, fundraiser. So you do a lot of that stuff aside from fishing and all over the world. Well, one can't be as lucky as we are, Paul, without giving back a little every once in a while, of course. Okay. Of course. Yeah. So we're hosting a charity event for um, to build a schoolhouse uh, on the east coast of Africa near one of our uh, top and large destinations. Uh, very poor area, very in need of a schoolhouse. So uh, we were hosting the event at a uh, small little uh, well-known lodge in northern Georgia on the Soki River. Um, you may so or may not. I'm, it's Soki, Paul. Trust me. Um, okay. So we're going to host the. Uh, we're going to host there. Uh, if any of your listeners are uh, interested in being a part of the uh, the festivities, it is uh, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars per head. <laughs> wow. Uh, for your beat of water, and of course. Do you don't have any openings, any tickets left? Um, there are a few, and we can always make room for more. There will never be a shortage of openings. Uh, that's cool. um, however, that's cool. you know, we're not desperate, if that's what you're pointing at, Paul. Uh, however, we, we always will make room for the, uh, a gentleman yeah, more money or lady. Exactly. We're raising money, Paul. Okay. Raising money. Uh, and uh, so we will raise the money this weekend, and uh, the money will then be distributed, uh, 2.7% going to the schoolhouse. Um, wow. And then uh, we will go on from there. Wait, hold on. It's just just two point seven percent. Well, of course, there's there's over. And you're going to make about five million, five to ten million on this thing. Well, no, not me personally. No, I mean there are overhead expenses, new 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 accommodations at the lodge, things that we need to cover uh, that are incorporated into this particular. Well, I guess as long as you're giving some of it to the yes, team. yes, schoolhouses are a lot of ancillary costs. Yeah, you'd be surprised how cheap construction is in Africa. So. Oh, okay. 2.7% is ample for a schoolhouse, I'll just say that. Okay, so you're going to cover the cost oh, of building absolutely. It. Absolutely. So, a no guy like you... No to worry about down there or anything. A guy like you that can fish anywhere in the world. <laughs> yes. You're yes. actually going to do a little trout fishing in North Georgia. No, so quick. no, I'm not. No, I, I oh. refuse. Um, no, I'm there as a host. Uh, I, I shall... Uh, the, the, the property is beautiful. I shall probably just... I don't know. Maybe take the horses up for a weekend and ride around or such, and watch oh. the watch the uh, gamers as they were play in the travel yeah. streams. But no, I will not be partaking. So Mike came here a couple weeks ago and was showing kind of some family reunion pictures. Oh yes, and uh, from last summer uh, when you guys all met up, and I think in Raleigh, North Carolina. Yes, I believe I. I and he showed me a picture of you holding a catfish that you caught out of a little ditch, man. I had no, I didn't think you did stuff like that, but it was just cool to see you kind of coming nah. down to um, I, kind of a certain level and do a little catfishing. You, you, know? you, you misinterpreted the photo, Paul. Uh, I believe 
Uh, that was a photo of me removing said catfish from my uh, Land Rover after Mike shoved it under the seat uh, from uh, the first night of his debauchery. Uh, he tends to get drunk at these events and uh, thought it would be hilarious to catch a catfish and throw it under there. So he snapped the photo of me holding the catfish as I was trying to remove it. Huh. Uh, it was a terrible, old man stuff. terrible yeah. cleaning bill. Terrible cleaning bill. Of course, he offered no help in that regard. You know how much it costs to, to shampoo the carpets in a Land Rover? It is not cheap, I promise you. Huh. Well, you know, I ran across... I guess about the same as a Celica. I don't know. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> I ran across a guy, uh, Charles Rosengall. He owns one of the lodges that you're next door to, or you're supposedly next door to in Africa. And he said he's never heard of you. Well, Paul, as we've established in the uh, beginnings of our conversations here on the uh, Barely Live sessions, uh, we are a, a low-key operation for uh, the elite. Uh, we do not advertise, we do not uh, mingle, as it were, with the other lodges and uh, destination companies. Our, our clientele prefer it that way. Okay. Um, we don't, uh, we don't, uh, we'd like to know, we like to be hidden, as it were. So, so the fact that they don't know me is encouraging. It means I'm doing my job. Okay. Well, good deflection. Yes. That's good. That's good. Uh, well, what's your, you got any upcoming travel plans, going fishing like in Montana or uh, Canada, anything coming up? No, no, nothing domestic as usual. Uh, of course, uh, you know, season will be getting good down south. Of, of course, as you know, anything south of the equator, winter, summer, switch, flop, flop, flop. So I'll be south of the equator for the while. Um, a little New Zealand, mm. uh, possibly some Patagonia, a few islands in the South Pacific that none of you at this table have ever heard of. Summering. <laughs> you know. Summering. Now. Summering, yes, as a verb. It's a beautiful thing. Well, that sounds like fun, man. Yes, it should be entertaining. Uh, it should be entertaining. Did you take the Land Rover on those trips? Yes. Uh, particularly to South America, I have it shipped down usually about a month before mm. I put it, because I, I can't stand the local vehicles. Mm. No, no. Uh, in New Zealand, a man can find a decent British vehicle in New Zealand if he wants one, so no need to ship there. Uh, and of course, in the South Pacific, there's no need for a vehicle, period, so I stick to the trucks. people. Exactly. If you must walk for a long distance, I suggest riding on the back of another human being. <laughs> so I saw, I remember last time you were here, you said that you had an upcoming trip to Iceland for uh, salmon. Yes. Were you yes. there at the same time when Eric Clapton uh, caught that? Like I think it was like a forty-pound Atlantic salmon. Did you take that picture? I believe actually I was I was there for yes and no I did not take the picture. However, I was standing right behind the camera. Oh, you uh, framed was, the shot? Uh, yeah, I, he needed a little help uh, landing, so I helped him tail that fish. Uh, so is Clapton one of your clients on these trips? Uh, can't talk about uh, clients, Paul. Um, we'll just say that me and him were fishing in the vicinity of one another. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yes. No, both the legends. I can figure that much. We're gonna have him on the show. So Clapton, pretty, pretty. Uh, yes. In the future. Yeah. Well, I'm occasionally. He Derek does. Clapton. Derek. Yeah. Derek. Yeah. Derek Clapton. I, I, yeah. I've heard he does charity as well occasionally, <laughs> so that's that makes sense. Well, man, you got any? Uh, you want to ask us anything? No. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm I quite it, good. I'm quite good. Just wanted to drop a little dime on my little event. This well, we always and like when you come by. Thank you so much. Well, yeah, I, well, did I, you I, see Michael? Sure, you do. I'm sorry. You, you saw Michael at the door. Yes, he passed me in the door. You might not have saw him around your pop car. I know. He had, yeah, his, yeah, he yeah. had his scrubs on. I just assumed he was checking his beeper or whatever it is. These pager or whatever it is. These these medical types carry around with them. Any any these working days. folk. Well, you're yes. going to do your typical thing, go down to Charleston Place, have some uh, happy hour down there at the... Um, no, actually, I'm, I'm heading here to the airport. Gone. You're going to fly to North Carolina? 
No, well, North Carolina. No, no, I'm heading. Uh, I mean, to Georgia. Yes, yes, to Georgia. We're gonna hit Atlanta, catch a ride from Atlanta okay. to uh, to the Soaky. The Soaky. The But uh, well, great, man. Well, thank you. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, All it was, right. It was it was interesting as always. Interesting as always. Goodbye, folks. Calhoun Vanderhorst. Once it's again, it's a real pleasure. It's a real. Oh God. Uh, well, here we go. I think that works. It works. <laughs> well, that bell's loud. He wouldn't as over the top this time as he's been before. He looked uh, tired. I feel like I busted him on a, on a couple things and totally deflected him. Totally yeah, deflected. well, he's he's slippery, man. You know how those rich folks are. They don't. I don't see how you like. What what point in y'all's life, like at family reunions, did he turn into that kind of guy when he started kind of getting? Well, I mean, his family's always been rich, so, like, honestly, it was, it was oh. always that way, like, you know. So he's not just pretending. He no, really he, he came up that way. He came up with that silver spoon in his mouth. And so, you know, us us hillbilly family members were never really a uh, part of the picture. His parents, to be fair, his parents were a little more generous. They were the first generation, you know, so they worked for what they got. Um, but he was always a little shit. Yeah. No other way to put it. Oh, man, it just <laughs> annoys me when he just... And I say, you know, Montana's like, no. Yeah, he doesn't. He's, he can't he can't bring him in that. You know, There's nothing too. wrong with fishing in Montana. There's absolutely nothing wrong with fishing in Montana. But that it makes me feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> That's what he does. That's his whole thing, man. Like, he has to feel elite. And and if, if, if you and me and Will can afford to go fish in Montana... Then it is not where he wants to be. Yeah, exactly. He can't. He can't just sit around and tell stories of places that we've all been like, you know, together. No, he has to have that, that place that you've never seen or never heard oh, of. Yeah. You know, it's like that's what drives him. It's just, a, it's seriously a, a, a dark thing that drives him to do what he does, whether it's a cool thing that he does dark or not. Dang. Yeah, man. Yeah. Whatever. He is what he is. I saw something. He's family, as they say. <clears throat> I saw something in the news the other day that I wanted to bring up. <coughs> I saw that. Did you know that there is a hide and seek world championship? There's a that is um, starting next week. I don't know what's worse, the whole Pokemon thing or that. <laughs> so I found a list of coming behind me, people, of um, truly weird uh, championships um, competition. Hold on. <laughs> Hello. That's your dude. I'll talk to him later. All right. Thanks for the help, Paul. <laughs> he wasn't selling Paul. No, I was trying to get him to come over here. So there's a list of um, the weirdest competitions in the world that people actually have. So there is a world championship in midget throwing. <laughs> I've actually heard of that. Now, I don't know how or they come draw, up with draw, the draw concept. Dwarf tossing. Dwarf tossing. Where do you come up with the concept? Hey, man, let's throw some dwarfs. I mean, well, there's actually the cake throwing. Well, the well, the midget thing came, the the people, the dwarves, or whatever. The the thing, those were dwarves that came up with that. Like these guys literally came up with a way to make money. They made these harnesses with straps on their back, and these guys would go to bars, yeah. and they would say, "Hey, for twenty bucks, you can toss me into this, you know, inflatable mattress over here." Uh, okay. And they would just let drunk dudes get drunk and pay them money to hurl them. And so that was like a side game. The bars let them do it because it was a cool attraction. So it's actually ran by the dwarves themselves. Or, I say dwarves. dwarves sounds worse than midgets to me. Like honestly, would, well, little people, little, little people. people. Okay, so the little people were we'll the call ones. them LPs. Yeah, the little people. They're the ones that that like that started this up. Like so, it's actually a thing from their creation. Now, granted, I can see why it's demeaning and kind of 
terrible, but they kind of did it themselves. <laughs> they, yeah. get, they get paid? Yeah. Uh, you, also have, money. you also have the Air Guitar Championships, which I've heard of that. Yeah. That's actually pretty fun to watch. You see clips of it. <clears throat> Extreme Ironing World Championship. Now, what is that? Extreme Ironing? That's Ironing. How is Ironing Extreme? Uh, where you go to the most, uh, the oddest or most dangerous places in remote places to do iron to iron a few items of laundry. And this can include ironing on a mountainside, preferably on a cliff, or taking an iron skiing, snowboarding, or canoeing. Shows one guy underwater ironing. Thumbs down. I'm giving it. You can't, make you can't iron underwater. Yes, you can. Uh, the World okay. Sauna Championships. World Sauna? Yeah. Like who can sit in the steamy room longest? Yeah, it takes place, place in Finland, and you sit in 110 degrees That's sauna. not healthy. Like You can die from that. Half a liter of water is added every 30 seconds. They must sit erect with their thighs and butts on the seat. Erect. Erect. That's like, you can die from that, though. Like, you have the World's Ugliest Dog Contest. The that, World Beard and Mustache. I would actually like to go to the World's Ugliest Dog Contest. I think that would be awesome. Here's a good one. The World Black Pudding Throwing Contest. I guess you throw black pudding. <laughs> well. Uh, uh, I don't even know what black pudding is. I don't either. Worm Charming Championship. Oh, where you gotta like get the worms to come up out of the ground? Yep. Let's see what else I have for you boys. There's an odd seat championship. I, I like this one. I could probably enter and win this one every once in a while. The Mobile Phone Throwing World Championship. Oh, so dude. I would like to huck mine about, you know, once a day, probably. I actually hate my phone. Like, I hate There's having a phone on me all the time. Like, this one might have been, been in your uh, in your neighborhood, Mike. The World Snuff Championship. <laughs> the goal of this contest is see if a contestant can inhale five grams of snuff into his nostrils within a minute. I've seen also like, not recommended by any health professional on the planet. I know a guy Jesus. that does that, and it's the grossest looking thing I've ever seen. Like when you look at his nose, it's like a black cave, and it's, these little things are hanging out. It's so gross, man. Well, you're you're snorting tobacco, <clears throat> literally snorting tobacco. Like there's a couple I can't read, but the one that was the most alluring is the Air Sex World Championship. Uh, is it skydive? No, it's essentially, air sex, it's, like it's essentially like air guitar, but you're miming the sex. <laughs> Where'd you pull this up? How'd you find this? I, I, just logged in this internet thing. Well, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Turn on my old net. What is it? What did you speak? Net wireless net. Copy server account. Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, gosh. Uh, Easy, Bill. Easy, Bill. All right. So going to Atlanta this weekend for... Uh, you are? Labor Day weekend. Before. Well... To see our old buddy Trey's moving to Idaho. He's moving permanently to Idaho? Yep. I know he's he? summered out in Montana a while. Summered. <laughs> he did summer. He does summer. He summers out in Montana. He's moving to Boise, though. So this is kind I heard of Boise's cool. awesome. Yeah. We went and saw him last weekend, and uh, mm -hmm. we're going to go see him this weekend. I think Ben's going to be a little bit, a couple people. It's going to be a good old time. That's awesome. Football kickoff, yeah. college football. Well, I can imagine that's going to so be I'll be weird. When I see you Sunday, I'm probably going to be a little disabled. Are you coming back Sunday? So you're, when are you going up there? Friday. Yeah. Holy crap! You're gonna do that quick of a turnaround? Yeah. Woo. Better you than me, brother. So we'll be ready to rock Sunday when I see you. Are you we'll driving? Ready to or rock. I will be driving. I should probably hook up with old Calhoun. Fly with old Calhoun. Yeah, yeah, he might have extra room in his private plane. Nice. But uh, anywho, well, should we call a little prank on anyone? What do y'all think? Uh huh. Or you want to say that for the could next? Call, could call Diddy. Call my dad. Feel answer, Paul. 
Are you always answer? Let's just try it. Alright, let's, let's try it. <laughs> Hollow. Why not? If you give me his number, I can call him right here. I'm gonna give you the number right now. I just don't want to say it over the airways. So maybe everybody calling your dad. Oh, Larry might be <laughs> getting called by a few people. Oh, we got Johnny coming. Uh-uh. Johnny's, Johnny's coming, Lawson. <laughs> Ain't got no time to fool around. It's a business route. Oh, there's the number. I'll put this here where you can kind of stabilize it here. Don't bring Johnny on the show. Johnny's our UPS man. It is crazy. Should we get in here and say something? We can't barely get him to get in the door. He's just stepping on boxes. Mm. All right, so I'm going to talk to Larry about the Rangers. Oh. Hey y'all, this is Paul again Chiming in Because this was a, a Sad part of this Recording because we Had a great call with old Larry We even had my mom Chiming in, in the background Senseless to what my dad and I Were even talking about Talking about how the cat they just got The people that owned it Are in Charleston And how I should uh, call them up And hang out with them and she repeated that a couple times. And my dad talked about the Rangers, Tony Romo, and uh, any other thing. Uh, I think he went on a spiel about, oh, heck, I don't remember how the Rangers are doing so good right now and uh, and how we're doing. And uh, Mom did not ask if we were at the flood tide, but we need to give her a call soon. So that's what we had. That's what happened. That's what we missed. It's sad. It was some great, great uh, radio play. But uh, we'll get back to the end here. Thanks for sticking around and dealing with this little abridged version of Barely Live. Back to the action. The Florida Keys and Milwaukee are a whole country apart. But to these guys, they both mean something great. The Keys mean stone crab, big and fresh. And Milwaukee means beer, cold, crisp, old Milwaukee beer. And man, you can't have one without the other. Whenever you think of the town of Milwaukee, you think of beer. And old Milwaukee makes as great as its name. You know what? doesn't get any better than this. Piccolo brings you the seven-day weekend, good eating style, the special of the week for gourmet's delight. Here's how to add a little weekend flavor to any dish. Serve with generous portions of Miccolo, because that smooth and mellow taste helps make any time feel a little like a weekend. Put a little weekend in your week. Yeah. Or in like the... The, the, the alley of like hell, you know, yeah. Everything goes through there. It's kind of what they signed up for. Yeah, they don't like it. They should have got all of that out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what's what's up, buddy? What you doing? Just hanging out, man. Visiting my lady friend here in Charleston and uh, chilling Ooh. out for the day. May stay all the time. I don't know. I might be crashing here and take a shower in your shower tomorrow. There you go. That would work. There it is. The couch is there. The couch. Ready for you. I'm going to go pick up a 12-pack here in about 10 minutes. So there you go. Go ahead and get the day started. Yeah. This is the first ever we've not had a beer during Barely Live. I've like, got some on the truck. I can't. Yeah. So. We're kind of, uh, I don't know, whatever. I'm on call. In all honesty, it's kind of the main reason I came here is just to drink some free beer. Well, there's well, some in the fridge. There's probably an old... You see yeah, that picture I sent you all the old... old there's still Idaho. one sitting there? Yeah, it was in Idaho. I found oh, one in Idaho. I thought it was like, cool. surely you got rid of those things by now. Well, we got rid of it twice. Got rid of it. It kept showing back up. Yeah. I tell you, how often do you guys eat five, by, five guys' burgers? 
often do you go there? They're good. Now, when it used when I worked in West or uh, Mount Pleasant, Charleston Angler, the Five Guys was literally next door for like a year. It was good. I used to eat it a lot, but it's I have, I really don't. Hell of a lot of fries. But should be shit. <laughs> oh my god. Break a chair. Oh, we don't want to down. <laughs> Second one. That must be the five guys talking. That must be. I went to readjust myself in my chair and I just snapped one of the cross members. Second off. one, he's, he's killed. Well, he's the five guys. I go to take a bite of that cheeseburger. It's one of those cheeseburgers you take a bite, the whole damn thing falls apart. Oh, and really? Sat, and I sat there and looked down. And I said, I might need a fork or a knife. And I looked around. I've experienced this. And I just grabbed it and ate the whole damn thing. It's uh, good though. I never had one fall apart thing. on me. Oh damn thing just fell apart. Did you get the Cajun fries? I got everything. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. When you eat a sandwich and the whole damn thing falls out the back, or you grab it and the piece of meat won't break and you fall Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Or you get like the, um, the like Jim, like I love Jimmy John's and they got the, the hot peppers, I always get hot peppers, and you get some of them are real long and they're like spread. And it's the same thing, like you bite and you think you got through everything and you like pull and it just like slaps you on the beard. Then you're picking. The never ending onion oh. too when you pull out and it's just it's terrible. The onion ring where the onion pulls out. That's but I think my, I think honestly, it, the biting into like I think the reason I hate sub sandwich so much is when I do bite one, all the shit tries to squeeze out the back end of the bread. I can't stand that. It drives me Have you ever gone to see the people at Subway that order a Subway sandwich and like they can't even close the damn thing? Yeah. Yes. They're really yes. getting their money's worth on this. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Everything. I'll fish in the wintertime. My lips always get all chapped, and it's like pain Cold eating a cheeseburger. Soul. It's like I know. I'm gonna break my lips when I eat this cheeseburger. I take a big bite and then I have like a Grand Canyon in the corner of my mouth for about a week and a half. Looks like herpes all over the place. Uh, just for a cheeseburger. Just the love for a cheeseburger. The, cheeseburger. the sting of the ketchup. I fat love patties, that. come on. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they had a fat patties. Actually, I'm glad they don't. I don't know what fat patties is. Burger place and me and uh, Owen's old hometown. We've been on a few dates there. Yeah, we've been on a few yeah, dates there. That, that I can't wait. That that chair is just gonna crumble and fall here. It was like, just one cross member, and I broke it. Cross member. I broke it into two pieces. Clean break. Clean one, break. one hit me in the foot. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it it got a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it just man. exploded. So <laughs> <laughs> it was this one. I had my heels on. I wanted to push myself back in the chair and just clink. clink. So I went down to Jacksonville this past weekend. <laughs> yeah. To hang out with the uh, Black Fly. Outfitters, fellas? Yeah, Black Fly Outfitters crew and uh, Vaughn down there and all the guys that work there, uh, James, Austin, and Andrew. And after we hung out there all day, the whole thing, and they got that great, cool little new cafe and bar. Will saw it as well. We, we've been seeing it before it was finished, but now it's finished. It's really nice. So go check it out. But Andrew and Why I. What are we listening to? Oh, toadies. That's old toadies, dude. Early 90s. You want me to skip it? No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, so Andrew and I, we're going to fish at 4 o'clock when the event's over. We're going to leave. And so uh, this is partly why I think I'm still cursed. Uh, I've got a new curse. Back when I lived in Atlanta a long time ago, whenever I'd come to the coast to fish, they started calling me Black Lake Pucket because it was either the weather was never good or I would never catch a fish. So, But I think those days are back, possibly. <laughs> After the Idaho trip and now this. So we we leave Blackfly, we get halfway to where we're going and Andrew realizes he left his push pole. Okay. So uh, that's not really my bad. Andrew, that one's on you, but I wasn't in a hurry. I didn't give a shit. You kept apologizing, I'm like, dude, I don't care. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go see new water. We're already an hour ahead of schedule, we're good. Go back and get the push pole. And then get in get in the boat, realize that we never put ice on the beer. <laughs> we have hot beer. 
So, you know, I don't really even like PBR, but having a hot PBR was, you know, yeah. and it went down a little bit, but after you have one and a half, you're like, eh, I don't oh, really need any more beer. I'm good. Yeah. So then I broke his, broke one of his rods. Oh, right off the get-go. The, where the bench in the back hits, hits the gunnel, there was this little crack between the metal. So when I'm pulling my rod out, it got stuck in there. And we're like, ah, kind of jimmy out. I'm like, I'm not giving any pressure. And I casted it for about 10 minutes and finally it went, you know. So I'm like, man, I just broke a dude's rod. I, I can't stand breaking someone else's stuff. It's, it's just, it, I think that's what initially curses you, breaking other people's gear. So then I go 0 for 7 on redfish. <laughs> 0 for 7, man. Like, 7 happy fish. I put the cast right in there, they wouldn't eat it. Or they'd swim, they'd turn around right when the fly would land. And then, and then we get in the car and the battery's dead. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's pouring down rain. Is this your story or Jake's story? It's Andrew story? and I. Andrew and not... I and, and Joel ended up being Joel Dickey. Joel Dickey. So it was a hell of a, it was an awesome day, but a crappy day at the same time. In the rain and the battery died. Ended up messing with the terminals after about 20, 30 minutes and then jumped in and finally started. But, so that was my story. So the moral of the story is always put ice on the beer. Yeah, yeah, that's they the worst all, thing. Always put ice on the beer, guys. That's the worst I thing I've ever heard of. That could be the uh, moral of the story. <laughs> always ice the beer. But oh. what did y'all see that made you remember you <coughs> forgot the push ball? Uh, I think he just realized that we were halfway down the road. After we missed the turn, actually, we had to go another three miles to get to the next exit. After we missed the turn, that's when he realized that we have to go back anyway to get the push ball. So it's, Andrew, always, it's always interesting talking to, uh, to Paul after a fishing trip. It's like, hey man, how'd you do today? I uh, caught a couple. You know, I just want to see how you're doing. Well, the semi tire uh, <laughs> fell on the flat, and then Eli got dysentery. It's not always like that. It is like that every time. <laughs> uh, but with all that said, man, Andrew I got and I, cholera, and, uh, I'm not going to be able to continue. We're going to have to the wagon. Well, when you're when you're fishing those flood tides in Jacksonville, Paul, how, how similar are those to like say Charleston? I thought it was exactly the same. Exactly the same, right? Yeah. I yeah. fished I fished Jacksonville a few times. Yeah, it's the same territory. I mean, really, the terrain doesn't change till you get like St. Augustine. It starts looking a lot different. And that's kind of where we yeah. were. We we're in between uh, that last bridge of Jacksonville and St. Augustine. I will yeah. say the only difference is. They don't get as many tides, mm -hmm. and their fishing pressure during that compact Huge. month and a half, like, there were boats everywhere. Oh, yeah. It was unbelievable. No, I'll say, man, Saturday I was out, and I know better, because it's Saturday and a flood tide in the middle of the day on Saturday. Like, I know better. But I went anyway, and holy crap, man. I mean, it was, I had a guy cut me off in a Carolina skiff with a trolling motor in the grass. Running oh, the trolling motor. Love that. Him and his buddy, one shirt between them. Were you running happy the about this? No, I was not happy about this. And so I kind of pulled out around them because they cut me off, and they were just kind of sitting there anyway. I was like, "Fuck off these!" So I go around them, and they just start following me. Like all I can hear behind me the whole time I'm fishing is <laughs> this trolling motor. Like he's got it hopping up in and out of the grass. I'm like, "Get out of here!" And then like we get to the, we have to leave out the same creek, of course. So the water gets out. I pull out of there. And he comes by me and he's like, doing again? And I just want to be like, no! I mean, we did do fine, but I, I wanted to just like jump into his boat and beat the hell out of him and his buddy. But it was just, I was like, but you know what? Like I told Joe in this, because I was complaining about the whole time. She's like, can you just stop complaining? I was like, no! But like, I was like, you know, the thing that makes me so mad is they're so fucking dumb. Like I can't even like say anything to them because they don't even know they're doing anything wrong. Like it's That's not even thing. like, 
It's not like they're being dicks. Like, if they were just being assholes, like, I would have no problem wanting to beat the hell out of them. But, like, they really just don't know. They have no idea that that was unacceptable behavior. Uh, <laughs> I had a day about, I don't know, about a month and a half ago, and, and we're polling, and this is a flat that you know, I can honestly say I only know one or two other people that may be fishing, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and we're out there, and all of a sudden I see this, this C-Pro Center Council roll up and park. Okay, and I'm about maybe 300 yards away, and I see a guy get out of the boat, and he starts walking, and, and he's actually walking right kind of where I'm pulling, you know, and I'm kind of pulling towards him now. And he just keeps on walking, you know, and, and I'm kind of, I'm like a, like playing chicken with him. Like, yeah. Who's going to move first? You know, I'm in a boat, and you're just some dude walking. As I get closer, I kind of look at him, I'm like, that guy looks familiar. And I get about, ah, 60, 70 yards from him, and he yells, hey, Owen, y'all seeing any? <laughs> And it ends up being one of my clients I took there about three days prior. Oh, yes. And so I sat there and I said, oh, gosh. Perfect. I said, John, that sounds great, buddy. You have fun. And I turned around and I left. Because those kind of guys, they just don't know any better. Yeah. You know? they, they don't know what they're doing. And, and they're just trying to watch you and, and learn yeah. from you, you know? It's just, it's just frustrating. Like, it was definitely amateur hour out there for a while. I love when they walk out there with a popping cork and a lot of movement. Uh -huh. I, I came up, I pulled around the corner of this island one time, and this guy came walking around, he had taken a kayak, I guess, and got to this flat, and he came walking around, and he was walking with a spinning rod, and he was dragging a live bait bucket behind him, tied to his belt, and awesome. I was just walking across the grass <laughs> with this live bait bucket, dragging behind him, nice. it. I had to have been loaded with, you know, mud minutes, I don't even know, but I just, I just, I just did a 180 in my boat, and just started pulling the other direction, <laughs> I was like, nice. I can't. I can't be a part of this. Well, do you have them have, have walk in the shop and ask you where they can wait fish? Oh, yeah. And so what would you do in that scenario? Right. I just tell them they can't. Yeah. Well, I mean, we always had, we had one sacrificial lamb, which was our one flat that we would give away. And back in the day, it used to be Boston Grill Road, which yeah. I'll say it on the area radio. Yeah. I don't care, because that's where we would send everybody. Mm -hmm. And we told everybody the same spot. We're like, at least they'll all be concentrated. Yeah, we're like, at least they'll all be concentrated in one yeah. place, and we just will stay away from there. Yeah. <laughs> My response is, I legally can't. For <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I love when just directly ask you, like, yeah, I went over here and caught this. Where, where, where exactly were you at? <laughs> Well, I like exactly. <laughs> exactly. I just feel uncomfortable showing somebody because I feel like if they don't know what they're doing, you can get in a lot of trouble. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen this new YouTube video. Oh, I put it up on. I put it up. I shared it. Let's just um, say that. Um, Holy this guy crap. catching a fish off of this dock. He's okay? an And then, oh, he, and then he's, he's trying to land oh. this fish, and he, there's bluff mud. I mean, bluff mud is bluff mud. And if you don't know what it is, you can get in a lot of trouble. And this guy jumps off this dock about off 10 the top feet. rope. Just <laughs> and I swear his balls had bluff mud on them. For about two weeks after that. that he rolled you around. You know what pisses me off about that? He remember he was dragging that fish. Uh, oh, he just throws it. He just throws it. He grabs it by the mouth and hucks it up the bank. On one of his comments. A good old fish toss. I'm about primal instinct. Don't Let me tell you, on one of his comments, he goes, and just FYI, I ended up releasing that fish a couple minutes later and it swam off just fine. No, it didn't. No, it did not. You gotta, I want to go. Just Fuck eat it. Guy. At that point, just yes. clean it off and eat the damn thing. It has mud, it kill it has mud cakes. And, and no offense uh, to this gentleman, but he just didn't know any better. And the thing is, I feel like you got to know what you're doing around here. You're getting a lot of trouble. Yeah, it was, and one of the the scariest part is all those comments underneath his underneath that video. Not one of them called him out for being a the fucking idiot. Yeah, they were like, that's cool, man. Not one of them. That, that's what's wrong with our, with our situation here. It's not that this guy did something re-fucking-tarded. That looks scary. It's that nobody man. called him out on it like, hey, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And if you didn't know yeah. any better, you should have stayed the fuck away. It was away. unbelievable. It, it, well, they it, had the guy with the, uh, the captain in Florida that 
let the uh, tarpon get eaten by the shark. Oh, yeah. Held him there while the yeah. shark gnawed on him. Yeah, his ass. Oh, yeah. yeah. He lost a bunch of money on that. I need to find a link to this so everyone can yeah. well, see Richard, this thing. Richard Queso mm-hmm. shared that got him out of the way real quick. Yeah. <laughs> How's old Richard doing? I haven't seen him in a while. He'll be here in a minute. He's got to do his mail sack. He's got to sit in his broke-ass chair now. It's not. It's one little foothold thing. It's fine. Wood glue. Wood glue. Wood glue. Look, I put it back together. I just gotta shut those ends. I will in there. say, uh, I forgot to say, in Jacksonville, uh, our buddy Larry Latrell and a few other guys they started another little vlog. So if you listen to this show and you want another one to listen to, check it out. It's called Fly Fishing After Dark. Similar kind of setup. They're just sitting there bullshitting about their stories of fishing. So nice. check it out if you have any interest. Um, they're good dudes at those guys, and uh, seem like they're having fun with what they're doing. So might as well check it out. Speaking of. Uh Old Richard K. Show. Yeah, we gotta nail that out. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Whatever case. Go get Queso. Where's he at? Is he in the back? He's drinking a beer. Man. Oh, Tell him to bring me one. Richard, hey, Mo. Hey, grab me a beer. Bar. All right, let's do it. Mail sack, mail sack. Why is her hair in his mail sack? Mail sack, mail sack. <laughs> I don't know the rest. Mail sack, mail sack. Why they're here in his mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Let's all look inside. Well, hello there. Good. What are we, podcast fans? I guess now we're the Queso fans. Hey, how we doing? It's been like a month. I've been sleeping in the back room. I hadn't had nothing to eat or nothing. Y'all ain't been here. Ha! How we doing? You been staying here the last month? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here to answer my questions and my mail today is getting awful backed up It hasn't been emptied in a while um, Let me reach down here and tickle a little bit See what pops out the top Alright Okay uh, The first one is from Chris Bianchi I think we've answered questions Bianchi Is it Bianchi? Yeah Bianchi um, Bianchi uh, Good afternoon, Richard Did social media hurt or help fly fishing? Your friend, Chris Bianchi well, Chris, um, I, I don't think social media really helped or hurt anything. Um, I think people's uh, need to share everything in their life on social media hurt everything. Uh, and not just fishing, just life in general, like food and babies and everything that was puppies. Everything that was good in life, including fishing, has been ruined because you need to show us that all the time. Um, so here's an idea. Just go fishing and then not not say anything about it or tweet about it or Instagram about it or take pictures. Now, I didn't go me wrong. I take pictures when I go fishing and sometimes if it's something really cool, I share it on the internet. But, you don't have to. You don't have to. And just because you didn't share it on Facebook doesn't mean you didn't go fishing. So, I don't I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. I don't, I'm not a big fan. Alright, next question. Alright, uh, this one is from Daryl Jenks. Dear Mr. Queso, is Tankara just a fancy name for cane poling? Also, do you have to tuck in your junk to get proper line speed when Tankara fishing? Thanks for the help. Well, I think we covered this pretty uh, pretty well a while back. We had a question yeah. on Tankara. And yes, of course, Tankara is just a fancy Japanese word for t- uh, cane pole fishing. Um, so yeah, that, that's part of it. But the, the one thing you're missing here, uh, Daryl, is that people with Tankara fish don't have any junk to tuck. 
Uh, therefore, uh, that's not really going to work for them. Uh, I don't know where they're going to get speed. And they only got like 10 feet a liter anyway. So there's no way they're going to get like a whole lot of speed out of anything. So, uh, yeah, so I wouldn't worry about the junk truck. And to tuck, you must have junk. And they have none because they fish Tankara. Next question. <laughs> this one is from uh, W. Okay. W. Dear Richard Queso, longtime listener, first time caller. I wanted to get your input on your favorite music playlist as you head out on the water and throw plugs at some big mouths. My playlist is always jam-packed with some sick Florida Georgia line tunes. I'm also looking to add something to my repertoire. Any recommendations would be greatly appreciated. Tight lines and tighter jeans, W. Well, my first recommendation is that you start listening to actual music. Florida Georgia Line is just noise. It's like turning loose a couple like rats with bells on their necks in a paint can. <laughs> it's terrible. It's annoying. You can't sleep at night. It's bad. So uh, I, I don't know. The music should fit the sp- the chair broken. <laughs> the music should fit the uh, the, the fishing occasion. Um, I, I, like for example, if, if you're fishing at night. Uh, you know, nighttime fishing, I like to put on like some smooth jams, you know, like some some R&B and some soul, you know, like that. Uh-huh. Making love and dark kind of, you know. R. Kelly. R. Kelly, exactly. Like, nah, I'm not in the closet. Yeah, that. Um, but you can also go a different route with that, you know. Uh, if you're going out fishing for sharks or amberjacks, bust out the Pantera. I mean, some angry stuff. I mean, you want to do your match of fishing to your music and vice versa. And some people just don't like music when they're fishing. That's fine, too. But I tell you, what everybody can agree on is that Florida Georgia Line is terrible. And you should stop that right now, immediately. All right. This one's from Will Kane. Will Kane, hey, Queso, where did you grow up? And what do you like to do besides fish? Well, Will, uh, I, I do a lot of things, of course, like any well-rounded Southern gentleman. Uh, but my major two hobbies really are just fishing and uh uh, coon hunting these days. I, I really enjoy me some coon hunting. Uh, it's fun just to hear the dolls. You know, it's good. It's a good time. I bet you didn't see that one coming. I really enjoy coon hunting. Um, but uh, where did I grow up? Uh, none of your business. That's where I grew up. All right. <sighs> Dear Mr. Queso. Oh, this is for Max. I have recently acquired a job in Savannah, Georgia. I currently reside in East Tennessee and I expect my fishing habits will change significantly. What are the top three things I can do to be successful at fishing in the low country? Sincerely, Max. First off, Max, the first thing you can do is identify pluff mud and then understand when and how to operate around said pluff mud. I, you know, i.e. do not get in it. Secondly, you're going to need a boat. Don't let anybody tell you you're not going to need a boat. You're going to need a boat. You're going to need something that floats. It don't have to be fancy now, Max, but it needs to float and keep you out of the pluff mud. And thirdly, you need to stay out of my spots. Because if I catch you there, you ain't going to be fishing for long if you know what I'm saying, okay? All right. Well, thank you, Max, and good luck down there in Savannah. Uh, those monster tides. The tides are like nine feet or something. Big tides. Now, get a good motor, too, Max. If you get trapped in one of those inlets, that tide coming out of there at eight feet or whatever it is, you dead. You gone, son. Well, all right, then. That was fun. Uh, y'all keep riding on nice. in. Richard Queso will be happy to answer your questions. You know, my, my info is gold, and I love you, boys and girls. We'll see you next time. Let's all go and saw. Alrighty. Oh, old Richard. Okay, sir.
That's him. Little treat to have. It's been a while. Yeah, and I, I literally think he's been living in the back. I'm pretty sure. Maybe you check that trailer or something. He cooked dinner the other night. I swear to God. I never tasted chicken like that. It might have been one of those raccoons. <laughs> he, he, he invited you for dinner? Yeah, it was teriyaki chicken, but I don't think it was chicken. He's never invited us for dinner. No, I was eating, and I said, I said, Richard, this kind of tastes a little funky. Oh, it's just a little, little burnt. Just a little burnt. <laughs> well, he also, he's got all kinds of, like, grocery products. Oh, yeah. Like, he's got the dressings and jams. Jellies. Pepper jellies. Marmalades. Pepper jellies. Hair jelly. Didn't he have hair, hair jelly? <laughs> You gotta be careful not to get those mixed up in the kitchen. That's true. Cool. Well, Owen, uh, we didn't. This is Owen Player, Basery Outfitters. Uh, works at the shop, so mainly a fishing guide. So if you're ever down in Beaufort, South Carolina, Beaufort, look him up. Come stop on by, guys. And from, if you're from North Carolina, it's pronounced Beaufort, not Beaufort, down here. That's right. They get touchy about that. If you ever go to, have you ever been to Beaufort, North Carolina? I have, and they are touchy. Spelled about that. identically the same. Yep. Yep. Pronounced Beaufort. I thought one was a T, one was a D. Nope. Yeah. They're exactly the same. Just pronounced differently. Hey, you say Beaufort, and they'll like they'll cut their eyes at you. Where does that D, Where does that D come in on Beaufort? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <and> there is. <laughs> I think he meant the, like the end. Like the explanation Beaufort. I've heard is that it was named Beaufort because of how beautiful. It is. No, I thought it was Beaufort or Beaufort. But I mean, like beautiful. The word beautiful, B E A U, right? Beau. Yeah. yeah. And then Beau. And then Beau. Then you got the French Beau. It's yeah, kind of like. But what's French about far. the Outer Banks of North Carolina? There's nothing French going on over there. Never was. I bet some French ships land there or something. Little boy. I don't know. <laughs> Let's sign this thing off. <laughs> you already? Yeah. Right. Any final thoughts? We don't need to wait a month before we do this again. That's my final thought. Saturday. <laughs> Saturday now. Come on now. We'll have fun in Lake Tahoe. Thank you, sir. You guys are cracking me up, man. I gotta go to work. <laughs>